severe austerities to see him. That's what he wanted. His mother told him that he can find Hari, Narayan, Krishna in the forest. So upon receiving that instruction from his mother, Dhruva just went to the forest in search of Hari. And he just saw, I mean he was very fortunate to come across Narad Muni, receive the mercy of Narad Muni. Narad Muni instructed him on spiritual life. Narad Muni instructed him on pure devotional service. And <clears throat> at that time, since the process of spiritual perfection was Ashtanga Yoga, Narad Muni instructed him to practice Ashtanga Yoga. If Narad Muni met Dhruva Maharaj now, what, in, what would Narad Muni tell Dhruva Maharaj? Huh? Chant Hare Krishna. Huh? So chant Hare Krishna, he would, that's what he would have said. And Ganga Narayan made some even more specific <laughs> involvement. He said Narad Muni would have asked Dhruva Maharaj to join ISKCON. <laughs> because uh, ISKCON is the platform where prior devotional service is being available. By Srila Prabhupada's mercy. This is the Yuga Dharma of this age. This is the age of Kali and the dharma of this age is uh, Jaggai Sankirtana Prayair Jajantihi Sumedhasa. So that is or this is the dharma of this age, Kali Yuga. So because Dhruva Maharaj was in Satya Yuga, he was instructed to perform Ashtanga Yoga. And by performing Ashtanga Yoga, what happened to Dhruva Maharaj? What did happen to Dhruva Maharaj? In Ashtanga Yoga, what happens? One sees the Lord in the heart. Samadhi. So he was seeing the Lord in the heart as he achieved perfection of his yoga, Ashtanga Yoga practice. And then, all of a sudden, Dhruva Maharaj could not see the Lord in the heart. All this while he was seeing Him in the heart, but now he could not see Him. And not seeing Him, Dhruva Maharaj became very perturbed. He became very disturbed. What happened? Where did the Lord go? But then, as he opened his eyes, what did he see? He saw the Lord standing in front of him. So this verse is describing that seeing the Lord in that way in front of him, Dhruva Maharaj became very uh, perturbed. The uh, the word, the express used for that, greatly confused, uh, greatly confused. Prabhupada used the word, Dhruva Maharaj was greatly confused, very much confused. And why? Because of his feeling of awe and reverence. He felt, oh, the Lord is standing here, what am I going to do now? Like if a very big person comes, all of a sudden, uh, then how do you feel? Uh, like for example, if Manmohan Singh just walks up here, what will, what, oh, will become very, dis, very much uh, perturbed. Oh, such a big man came, what to do? Oh, we are not prepared, we didn't have a seat for him. Huh? And we don't have proper way to receive him. So Dhruva Maharaj 
Can you imagine how Dhruva Maharaj felt when he saw the Supreme Personality of God is standing in front of him? So due to awe and reverence, Dhruva Maharaj felt very much agitated and confused. He felt very confused. What to do now? So when one becomes, when one sees the Lord and feels that way, what does he usually do? What did Dhruva Maharaj do? Not knowing what else to do, he just fell flat, <laughs> offering dandavat, offering obeisances. But while he was offering obeisances, what he was doing? He was looking at the Lord. Although he fell, <laughs> but he was looking at the Lord. Proportion <laughs> with his eyes, he was, uh, with his eyes, Drikbham, Proportion. With his eyes, he was looking at the Lord. Because the Lord's form is so beautiful that he cannot uh, look away from him. That's what happens when we see the Lord. We won't feel like looking at anything else. In a material nature, what do we look at? The things that are conducive for our sense gratification. Isn't it? In a material nature, we just look at different things that are attractive to us. But Krishna is all attractive. So once we get to see Krishna, then we won't feel like looking at anything else. Drigbham Prapashan. Eyes want to see the beautiful things. So, when Dhruva Maharaj saw Krishna, his eyes became completely absorbed, completely attracted to seeing the Lord. And then with his mouth, what he was doing? He was uh, kissing the lotus feet of the Lord. That is, with Drikbhang, Proportion, Propiban Nibar Kavas. Oh, Propiban Nibar Kavas. Propiban Nibar Bhakas, or Bhakas. Like he was Propiban, he was drinking. Generally, we drink with our mouth, but Dhruva Maharaj was drinking with his eyes. What was he drinking? He was drinking the beauty of the Lord's transcendental form. He was looking simply at the Lord as if he was drinking the nectar of his beauty. And Chumban Ibashena Asya Asya means the mouth, the face. So he was kissing the lotus feet of the Lord. There also he was drinking. But what was he drinking? The nectar from the lotus feet of the Lord. And then, Bhujair, Bhujair Iva Ashlishan. And with his, although he was lying flat, but he was with his mind, uh, he was embracing the Lord with his arms, Bhujair. So this is how Dhruva Maharaj felt when he saw the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So this is how uh, perception of the Lord is real. When we see Him, we experience some feelings in the heart which is called ecstasy when there is ecstasy in the heart then there are uh, eight different symptoms that become manifest in the body those symptoms are called sattvic vikar uh, and because there are eight of them therefore they are called ashtva sattvic vikar ashta 8. 
what are those eight romancha kampashru taranga bhajo you remember that but that is romancha kampa ashru taranga then romancha means hair standing on the body hair stand up in body you have experienced sometimes we experience they say when you see a ghost <laughs> the hair stand up not only uh, the hair stand up in the body even this hair stand up. <laughs> so romance but that is the opposite uh, out of fear one experiences that romance but out of joy one experiences romance Uh, the standing of hair on end so when one sees the lord that's experience one gets not out of fear but out of opposite to fear is uh, joy out of joy one feels that kampa uh, begins to tremble body begins to tremble another time when we tremble dar ke mare kaapte hai na out of fear one begins to tremble also <laughs> like when one sees a ghost it's a, this is another experience one experiences kampa ashru uh, tears when does one uh, shed tears many times people shed tears huh when they lose their money <laughs> they shed tears when somebody dies he sheds tears huh? when one is in pain he sheds tears but in the opposite dimension it it happens when one experiences the joy within his his heart romancha kampashru taranga bhajo the different types of ecstasies there are <coughs> another one is shweda uh, shweda means sweat the out of ecstasy uh, sweat comes out of the body uh, voice becomes choked can't speak normally we can speak huh? there's another time uh, we can see when one becomes very afraid can he speak <laughs> out of fear he cannot speak but out of ecstasy also one cannot speak as if the voice gets choked then uh, one stumble one loses his he becomes stunned he can't move he becomes stumble huh? he becomes like a statue and he cannot move boy born he loses color huh? like he have seen a dead body the dead body doesn't have any color because the blood is not flowing because there is no life ha boibarna and then finally mrittu or one faints so these are the eight kinds of ecstatic symptoms ashtashatvik vikar now prabhupada is saying that dhruva maharaj was experiencing that not only dhruva maharaj whoever sees the lord in this way face to face he experiences this ecstasy and as a result of the ecstasy he uh, displays these kind of symptoms in his body uh, these are the symptoms lakshanam so 
So, but these symptoms are not important. Like shedding tears, sometimes people want to display. Some unscrupulous people, they want to pretend as if they are big devotees. Uh, they shed tears, they begin to tremble, uh, and all that. And illiterate people, uneducated people, uh, simple people, they become affected by that. They think, oh, this is a very big devotee. Uh, look, he is experiencing. Uh, but do we have to understand these symptoms are not important. What is important is one's devotion within. And Srila <clears throat> Prabhupada pointed out a, 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 a genuine devotee would not like to display his ecstatic symptoms in public. Why? Huh? Because especially nowadays people will not understand and they'll create disturbance. And there are so many imitated people, imitating people displaying this kind of symptoms. The pure devotees say, I'm not going to fall in their, that category. Uh, so, uh, a devotee hides these symptoms. Another consideration is, if you have something very precious, do you go out and display it to everybody or keep it in your safe? If you have a very precious jewel, will you go to the marketplace and show everybody, look, I have this jewel. Huh? When you have the jewel, you'll keep it in the safe. Because you know the value of that jewel. Similarly, a pure devotee generally does not display these ecstatic symptoms. But when they become naturally manifest and he can't control it, that's another thing. We saw Prabhupada usually used to control himself, check himself. But sometimes Prabhupada's ecstasy would become manifest. He would, it would become manifest. Like tears would come down his eyes. Sometimes Prabhupada would become stunned. And but we have seen that when Prabhupada could not control himself, he did that. Another time I heard Bhakti Siddhanta Sarshi Thakur giving the Bhagavatam class. He all of a sudden left the class and ran into his room from the temple and locked himself up from inside. Devotees could understand what was happening. But then, when they came close to the room, they could hear him crying. The ecstasy that he was feeling, he didn't want to display it in the Bhagavatam class. While giving the class, he all of a sudden started to feel that ecstasy. But he didn't want, didn't want to display it in public. He just ran into his room, locked, locked himself up and... He allowed uh, that ecstasy to take over. Anyway, uh, main thing is that these are the symptoms, but we should not artificially try to imitate and show that we are experiencing those symptoms. Let our love for Krishna develop within our heart. In this respect also, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishwati Thakur gave a very nice example. Pointing out that these symptoms are not important. The love within your heart is important. But unfortunately, in Bengal, those days, many unscrupulous people, even now you see, in public they cry and they do all kinds of things as if they have got bhava. They have got, they are experiencing the transcendental ecstasy. But uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur said that these people are 
Kolir Chala, the disciples of Kali. <laughs> they are not the disciples of Sadguru. They are disciples of Kali. They look like Vaishnavas. They look like Vaishnavas. They have Tilak, they have Kantimala. <laughs> but actually, they are the worshippers of Kali. Kali worshippers, what do they want? They want Shakti. Uh, therefore, they are called Shaktas, the worshippers of Shakti. Uh, Shakti means power. And why do they want power? To enjoy this material nature. Now, those people are called Shaktas, the worshippers of Kali. Uh, who are the generally who worship Kali? Do you know who worship Kali? Okay, let us first consider, uh, do you know where Kali is worshipped? Huh? Kali? In the jungle. In the middle of the jungle. Uh, or in the, in the crematorium. Uh, now, how many of you go to the jungle, <laughs> even... Otherwise, what to speak of worshipping? Does anybody want to go to the jungle? But who goes to the jungle? The dacoits. And miscreants. Those who are involved in wrong activities. And why do they worship Kali? Because they know that they are doing something wrong, so they beg forgiveness from the mother. Kali is the mother, Mahamaya. But Kali form is destructive form. In this form she destroys. Therefore, <coughs> we see that those who are worshipping in the mode of ignorance, they worship Kali. But those who are in the mode of goodness, who do they worship? They worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. So therefore, he is, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is saying that actually they are Shaktas. They are Shakti worshippers. But they look like Vaishnavas. But they are not Vaishnavas. Anyway, Madhya Pradesh doesn't have that problem. <laughs> Bengal had that problem. Uh, they dress like Vaishnavas, but actually they are not devotees of Krishna. Rather, they want to be Krishna himself. That's what the Shaktas want to do. They want to become God. They think that they'll get Shakti uh, and become Shaktimat. <laughs> and who is Shaktiman? Uh, who is all-powerful? Krishna. So if we know that Krishna is all-powerful, then what should we do? If you know that Krishna is all-powerful, will you compete with him? If you know that somebody is very strong, will you go and fight with him? Huh? So if you know that Krishna is the supreme, powerful, then what is the intelligent thing to do? Surrender, surrender right. Surrender. And if you surrender to Krishna, then what Krishna will do? Krishna will say, very good. I will give you protection. And when you have protection, do you have any fear? No. When you have protection like that, do you have any anxiety? Uh, so you become free from fear, free from anxiety. Therefore, what happens when you become a devotee? You become abhai, fearless. When you become a devotee, then you become free from anxiety. Spiritual life is free from anxiety. Therefore, spiritual world is Vaikuntha. No Kuntha, no anxiety. And what is there? Free from Becoming free from anxiety, what do you get? You get Ananda. 
Therefore, the spiritual world is Anandamai. And those who enter into spiritual world, they also become Anandamai. So in this way, huh, we can see from Srimad Bhagavatam how one actually experiences this joy. And then we'll see how beautifully Dhruva Maharaj, although he was just a little boy, started to offer beautiful prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Hare Krishna, Gaur Premanande Hare. Does anybody have any question? <coughs> yes, Gangana. From this teachings, uh, when Lord come, then He disappeared from His heart. So when you are He disappeared. Disappeared from His heart. Yeah. So when you are seeing our deities, so we yeah. feel like He's not in our heart now. Or Rather, when you see deity. Then you see, the one who is in your heart has appeared there. Who is in your heart, now is standing in front of you. My question was then, why disappeared? Are you seeing him in your heart now? No. Then, where is the question of disappearing? <laughs> so then the safe way to think is, he is in your heart, but now he is standing in front of you on the altar. The one who is in your heart is there in the altar. No difference. And then when you see him in the heart, then we'll see him exactly like the way he is on the altar. Okay. So many different deities. Which deity you will try to meditate? When you're standing in front of Gornitai, you meditate on Gornitai. <laughs> When you are standing in front of Radha Madan Mohan, you meditate on Radha Madan Mohan. And you also see that this Radha Madan Mohan, Madan Mohan, is non-different from Gornitai. That is Radha Krishna is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You are seeing Radha Madan Mohan, but who is Radha Madan Mohan? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then you see Krishna Balaram. There also see, oh, Krishna Balaram, Gornitai is here also. So in this way, uh, <coughs> the same personality is seen in a different way. And we meditate upon him according to his form, his appearance. Achinta Bheda Bheda. In a way, Gornitai and Radha Madan Mohan are different, but not different. Dhruva Maharaj, uh, he, he performed devotional service for some material gain. I mean, he had that motivation. So, but uh, when he started his uh, devotional service, he was completely absorbed in it. Like, at that time, you know, during the performance of his austerities, was he, was he still meditating on what he wanted from the Lord or was he simply focusing on... We see later on we'll come to that. He's lamenting, he's repenting. Oh, why did I want material things from you? Because I was in ignorance, I thought I'll, of approaching you for some material gain. I was searching for some broken pieces of glass. And now that I have got diamond, what is the value of those broken pieces of glass? Hmm. So that is what Dhruva Maharaj is feeling. So even during the performance of austerities also he was simply focusing on... That time it was not, he was not focusing on anything, just he was focusing on to the Lord. Like you may come to Krishna consciousness due to some other factor. Artha, Artharthi, Jigyasu, Gyani. But when you are practicing devotional service, do you think, oh, I am Artha, that's how I came here? Huh? Or I am in need of money, that's why I came? That becomes, you know, secondary. Why one comes to Krishna consciousness, then it, once you come to Krishna consciousness, that becomes secondary. 
Yes. <coughs> It will happen uh, when you realize why you are serving a spiritual master. You are serving a material master because he is giving you money. <laughs> right? So, because you know that if you don't serve properly, you won't get the money. Huh? And at some point when you don't need the money, then do you want to serve him? Huh? Even you, somebody may be working uh, in an office serving the master. He's serving the master very nicely. Malik. Uh, right. But then one day he wins the lottery. Uh, he gets 10 crores. Then do you think he'll work in that office anymore? <laughs> so similarly, uh, because of some gain one serves, materially, one serves for some gain. And spiritually one serves in order to get favor of Krishna, in order to win the favor of Krishna. Right? So when we recognize the purpose of our service, then we become fixed up. When we really want Krishna and we know that this is the way to get Krishna, we'll become very fixed up in you. Service. By becoming Krishna conscious, ah, read books, that's why it's so important to read books, hear Krishna Katha, associate with devotees. This will give us the understanding why we are practicing Krishna consciousness. Generally, in a material nature, everyone is running after dhanam janam sundari. Right? But when you get the spiritual taste of spiritual life, then na dhanam, na janam, na sundari. <laughs> Why? Because uh, Krishna ika sharanam. Because then we know that my only shelter is Krishna. Whose question is this? That's your question. In the age of Kali, it is very common to see that many people got success in their respective fields easily by unusual means. Okay. Not by doing hard work. That is, in medical entrance exam, those who knows the exam conducting authority or those who can give lakhs of money are easily selected. If a devotee wants to clear the exam but he is not doing the sufficient hard work for that exam, then in that Krishna can help him or not. Uh, do you want Krishna to help you materially or spiritually? Then why ask Krishna for, uh, Krishna let me pass my exams. Uh, anyway, when exam is important, you can ask him. Uh, or uh, if you want some material gain, you can ask him. But finally, uh, that's not the goal. The finally it is, we just serve Krishna for his pleasure, not for our pleasure. Okay, any other question? Okay. You see, material anxiety is losing something ourselves due to the fear of losing something ourselves. Right? Like, 
if there is a possibility of losing one's job, he gets into anxiety. Losing money, uh, losing his family members, uh, losing his reputation, they get into anxiety. But spiritual anxiety is being incapable of serving Krishna. That I cannot properly serve Krishna. That is my anxiety. Once I told Prabhupada while serving him, Prabhupada, I was so much in anxiety and I was so afraid. Prabhupada said, when you are serving your spiritual master, you should be in anxiety and you should be afraid. <laughs> what kind of fear? That I may not be able to do my execute my service properly. You see, it was at, at when I was, when I got the responsibility, when I got the opportunity to cook for Srila Prabhupada. One day I proposed to Srila Prabhupada, should I cook for you? <laughs> Prabhupada said, okay, you can give it a try. <laughs> and I cooked, Prabhupada liked it. And he told everybody, not everybody, those who are close to him, that how much he liked my cooking. The next day I cooked and I <laughs> made a mess out of it. And Prabhupada chastised me. He took a bite and he told me, you don't have any standard. One day you cook nicely, I praise you and next day you're gone. So then the next day when I was cooking, I was cooking with a whole lot of anxiety. Because I knew if that day I failed to cook properly, then I won't be able to cook for Srila Prabhupada ever. So that time, you know, like, and after I served Srila Prabhupada, then Prabhupada took a bite, Prabhupada started to eat. So I felt some confidence. Today probably cooking is alright. <coughs> so then I told Prabhupada, Prabhupada, I was in such anxiety and I was so much, I'm so afraid. And then Prabhupada said, yes, when you're serving your spiritual master, you should be in anxiety and you should be afraid. So that you don't make any mistake. Alright, so spiritual anxiety is ecstasy. Ecstasy in the sense, you're serving with anxiety, but when you see that your master is pleased, then how do you feel? Then you feel the ecstasy. Some questions from the internet. <coughs> Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj Dandavat Pranam. It is stated in Bhagavatam, one who cannot deliver his dependence from the path of repeated birth and death should never become spiritual master, father, mother, husband or worshipable demigod. How a worshipable demigod, father, mother, husband can deliver his dependence from this cycle of birth and death? The way one frees his dependence from the cycle of birth and death by giving him Krishna, by making him Krishna conscious. Therefore, the responsibility, the duty of father, mother, spiritual master and everybody is to give Krishna. So this question is from Rohini, she is 12 years old from San Jose. San Jose is in California. Hare Krishna Maharaj, what is the best way to serve Krishna? <laughs> A very nice question Rohini. You see the best way to serve Krishna is by singing his glory. By telling Krishna, Krishna you are so beautiful. Krishna, you are so wonderful. Krishna, you are so attractive. Krishna, you are so powerful. And Krishna, I love you. Krishna, I love you. Krishna, I love you. So that is the best way to serve Krishna. And how do you say that? You say that by saying, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, 
हरे राम 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 दिस इज फ्रॉम अंकित वोरा हरे कृष्ण गुरु महाराज दांडवत प्रणाम इन श्री ब्रह्म संहिता वर्ष टू परपोर्ट वर्ड्स यूनिक्वाड्रंटल एंड ट्राइक्वाड्रंटल एक्सटेंशन ऑफ द ट्रांसेंडेंटल इनफाइनेटरी आर यूज डज दिस मीन दैट दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड इज ट्वेंटी फाइव परसेंट ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड या दैट इज ट्रू यूनिक्वाड्रंटल मीन्स वन फोर्थ एंड ट्राइक्वाड्रंटल मीन्स थ्री फोर्थ द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड इज एक पाद विभूति एंड स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड इज थ्री पाद विभूति सो दिस क्वेश्चन इज लोकली वाइल ऑफरिंग प्रेयर्स during guru puja and gurvashtakam who should be our sole object of meditation shila prabhupad or our diksha guru very good question uh, okay uh, to answer this question i will simply ask say when you are doing guru puja who are you worshiping shila prabhupad so do i have to tell tell you who should you meditate upon Huh? Whose question is this? Okay. So when you are worshiping Prabhupada Guru Puja, who are you worshiping? So who should you meditate on? Then? Huh? Okay. When you are doing Guru Vashtakam, Samsara Dava Nalali Loka, who are you? Who should be? We meditate. Okay. In that respect. Uh, i'll go to one gbc resolution the gbc resolution says that <coughs> the present gurus can be worshiped in the temple only once a year during his vas puja so <laughs> the remaining 364 days that you are worshiping in the temple who are you worshiping who are you allowed to worship Shila Prabhupada. <laughs> so yes, when you are singing Gurvastakam, we should meditate upon Shila Prabhupada, and we should remain grateful to our spiritual master, Diksha Guru and Shiksha Guru, that they brought us to Shila Prabhupada. Right. <clears throat> Many times we are very much. mechanical while attending morning program well mechanical means like a machine <laughs> right does a does a machine have consciousness huh so you have come here to become krishna conscious <laughs> so should you act like a machine or should you act like a human being huh Okay next question is <clears throat> Tushtatman Krishna Tushta o Tushtatma Krishna dash Okay When Vishnu came out from the heart of Dhruva Maharaj he was not able to see the lord in his heart after opening his eyes he saw lord in front of him so how can we say simultaneously bohir nishingha hridaya nishingha yeah yeah he is there bohir nishingha he is there hridaya nishingha but the question is where you are seeing him when you are seeing seeing him bohir then no more anta <laughs> because to how many directions you can look can you look at 10 different directions or just on one direction so <laughs> okay any other there was some question yes 
Oh, I see. Uh, maybe in South Africa they'll do some, make some arrangement. Uh, on that day, on 17th September. I, I'll find out and I'll let you. Huh? They'll announce it in the Ishtagoshti. Okay, okay. They'll announce it in the Ishtagoshti. Anyway, we'll announce here also. Prema Bhakti, you inform me. Ah. When? Yeah. I think they'll make some arrangements. Can they use Mayapur TV from South Africa? Bhivav. Huh? They can use? What do they need? Good internet connection. And? Okay. And your mercy. Uh, Guru Maharaj, when I try to tolerate situation, persons who are trying to create anger, up to some extent I can, but after that, suddenly I lose my control. What should I do in such situation? Whose question is this? That's your question. Okay, so don't do it, don't do anything artificially. Uh, try to do things naturally. Uh, if somebody causes you some difficulties or distress, uh, then you'll naturally get angry. Right? But when you love somebody and that person does something to you, do you get angry? Uh, like, if somebody kicks in you on your chest, how do you feel? Angry, right? But if your baby, if you have one, <laughs> if your baby kicks you on your chest, will you feel angry? Why not? Because you love the baby. So the best way to conquer anger is through love. If we love everybody, then we won't get angry with them. <clears throat> so this is from Devanyan Krishna Das and Shashwati Radhika Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj Dandavat Pranam. It is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, one who cannot deliver his dependence from the path of repeated birth and death should never become spiritual master father. I answered this question. Oh, huh? Oh, the, okay, I answered this one. Alright, Devanyan Krishna, you got the answer. I thought, okay, this one I just kept there. Yeah, I answered this. Well, I don't know why it came back again. Okay, the answer is, once again, just in case you didn't hear, huh? the way one can deliver one from the cycle of birth and death is by giving him Krishna. Therefore, hmm, the father, mother, guru and everybody should give Krishna to their dependents. Last two questions. Yeah. How can I understand that I believe in Krishna? How can you understand that you believe in Krishna? That you should tell me. <laughs> Yeah, we can understand because now that our mind is materially motivated, now that our mind is in our body consciousness, right? Like it is dwelling in material world, in material dimension. That's why we cannot perceive the spiritual aspect of it. So by practicing devotional service, we'll transcend the material platform. We'll transcend the bodily platform. <clears throat> and we'll come to the platform of spiritual. 
then we, the, our awareness will happen. Okay? By practice it will happen. Now, although you are not, although you accept Krishna as God, but the full realization is not there. But by practice it will happen. It will come. Okay? I like uh, when we perform Now, what is important? How you feel or how Krishna sees you? You are serving the master, right? While you are serving the master, what is important? Your own feeling or your master's feeling? Right. So when your master sees that on behalf of him you are taking so much anxiety, so many difficulties, then will the master feel pleased with you or upset with you? Therefore, when Krishna sees that for his sake you are trying to manage and take so much difficulties, undergoing so many obstacles, then he will think, oh, my servant is so good and he will be pleased. But if your master says, do this, and you say, well, uh, I don't want to do it because I don't really feel Krishna conscious doing that. <laughs> right? Okay. Thank you all very much. Okay, last question. Karte raho, karte karte su. Practice makes a man perfect. Practice karte raho, practice karte karte, perfection a jayega. Thik hai? Sahi mark mein to a gai ho. Is mein koi shak hai? Ye mark sahi hai. To is rasta pe raho, to unha pohun jau ge. To kab pohunche ki uske baare mein mat socho. चाहे इस जन्म में हो या ना हो कोई हर्जा नहीं परंतु हम अगर मार्ग में सही मार्ग में रहेंगे तो और कुछ फिकर नहीं रहेगा ओके हरे कृष्णा ऑल ग्लोरीज टू शिल प्रभुपाद गौर प्रेमानंदे